Hey, how's it going? Episode 5 of the Tentacles and Cat Girls Show. I'm your overly exaggerated host, Mr. Tentacles, with a brand new haircut. Yes, that's right. I got a brand new haircut. Doesn't it look fabulous? Oh, wait. You can't see it because it's an audio podcast. I'm sorry. Har, har, har. Yeah, I know. Terrible, terrible intro this time, but... Eh, I get by with whatever I can write down. Well, it's 5.58, and it's November 3, it's a Saturday, so I'm guessing I'm recording an episode of my podcast. Yes, that's right, episode 5. You can contact me, Mr. Tentacles, at my Gmail, tentaclesandcatgirls at gmail.com. Also, go to my blog spot, tentaclesandcatgirls.blogspotoff.com. Oh, damn it. I really, really need to learn to write stuff on paper. Because, you know, when I try to say stuff, like every other podcast, I have a paper writing down, you know, on in front of me that has the words that tell me what to say, but I refuse to read it. So, okay, one more time. Tentaclesandcatgirls.blogspot.com You also can find me on iTunes. Yep, so... What am I going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about showbits and, well, you know, manga cows. I'm sorry for the kind of pause. I probably edited that out, but, you know, eh, whatever. Well, time to be talking about a few things before what happened on my day. Guess what? Guess who got 25 subscribers off of iTunes? Name it. Name it. Guess who? Guess who? Guess who? Who's it? Who's it? Huh? 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 Anime World Order? No. No, I'm sorry. The real answer is me, Tentacles and Cat Girls. Still can't believe it that 25 people are actually listening to my voice and not dying. Because it's been five weeks and I've had my viewership went up from three people first episode, nine people second episode, 13 people third episode, 18 people, then 22, then 25. Yes, that's right. 25 viewers oh my god and you know what I'm getting emails which is amazing so you know what thank you fans for you know giving me feedback I'm glad so well I have a question for you because I want to make this show a little longer so I'm gonna ask you to send me your you know questions or whatever and uh, today's question I'll ask you for you guys to answer is what is your favorite thing to do at an anime convention. If you haven't gone to an anime convention, why, do you not, why don't you ask something to the effect of anime convention? What happens at anime convention? Because I'll be talking about it probably next week. Because that is the first thing that came to mind, really. Also, still amazed I have 25 subscribers. It's like, you know, I thought it would only be like 10 people. Because really, don't tell Anime Expo this, really. This is just all an elaborate plot to get a free ticket to Anime Expo. If I get 50 subscribers, then holy crap, I might be able to go to Anime Expo for free. Yes, I am a cheap bastard. Well, I guess it's time to talk. Do I have anything else to talk about? Oh, well, yeah, I actually do. 
I'm actually bought this really, really good game. Hey, it sounds like an ad, but it ain't. I'm not being paid by Valve. I recently bought the game, uh, the orange, well, not game, games in the bundle pack, the orange box, which really is a really great bundle. It has Half-Life 2, Half-Life, and the expansion packs, which I don't think are as great as Half-Life, but, you know, it's still good. Portal, also Team Fortress, and... That's pretty much it. It's $50 for five games. I bought it at a Target. It was really good. You should go play it. Also, the reason why I decided to talk about that was because I recently listened to the, you know, um, Dave and Joel's Fast Karate's podcast about Portal, and it was really hilarious. So I said, you know, I have to buy this game. Also, I saw the VG Cats of Portal, which is hilarious, which I might just put up a link on the show. You know what? Yeah, you. I'm putting up a link. Where is it? Okay, there you go. I put it onto a piece of document of Word so I don't lose it. I'll probably turn off the computer right after I record this, but who cares? Well, I got no real listener feedback of asking me questions, which I really want to be like the answer man. You know, go, go to Anime News Network. It's this website. It's a really good website. I will also never do the news because I'm too lazy to do the news, and I feel that, you know, if I do the news, it really dates the show. Because, you know, if I talk about, I don't know, um, some release of some anime that I've heard of before, then it's really, really going to date the show. Because it's like if I did a podcast last year and I was talking about, no, two years ago, there you go, and I was saying, oh my god, Naruto, it is the greatest thing ever. And... Yeah, I'm talking about the subs, then it really is going to get um, annoying because, you know, you already heard this before. And especially, that's why I don't try to do what Anime Pulse is doing sometimes. Anime Pulse, another great anime podcast that has 20 viewers, 20,000 more viewers than me. Not viewers, listeners. Listeners, I got to remember that. But really... If if what they're doing basically it, it works for them, but they would comment on episode of Naruto, comment on an episode of Bleach, comment on an episode of Death Note. However, I feel it's kind of a waste of time because it really dates the show. Because if I talk about I don't know Naruto episode I don't know 23, even though there's like 250 goddamn episodes of it, that someone who's already watched lesson 20 I mean watched episode 23 they're just going to skip it over so I really don't want to talk about things that really will date my show I want my show to be kind of like I don't know not like Shrek where Shrek stops being funny in about 10 years it's still funny now because I understand the references but in about like 30 years when uh I have Alzheimer's and I can't remember what happened in the 2000s that's when Shrek will stop being funny but I want my show to be like I don't know Bugs Bunny where Bugs Bunny will always be funny because even though yeah it has references to the 1950s it does in jokes like that it's still naturally funny today but I'm getting off subject so like I said what I'll be talking about is Chobits. Chobits is an anime that was released, I don't know. See, this is why I should really, really, 
write stuff on a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay, well, it was a manga released 2001, 2002 in eight volumes. I'll be reviewing the anime, I mean manga, but it's worth, worth you know, noteworthy. But what I'll be talking about is a TV anime. It is made by Studio Madhouse, and it is 26 episodes. Also, just as a, you know, little bit of, hmm, I don't know how to say it, side note, that one of uh, important people who made this is Clamp. If you don't know what Clamp is, it's a group of manga artists, all female manga artists, who, I don't know, make really, 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 really good anime and manga. I happen to enjoy their stuff. You should go read it because they've done Triple X Holic, they've done Showbits, they've done, I don't know, Cardcaptor Sakura, they've done a bunch of other stuff. And that's getting off subject, but basically what Showbits is, at its core, it is a comedy. A romantic comedy of sorts. I'm not gonna be a guy who's gonna... Well, l l let me just start off. Now you're probably wondering, hey, Chobits and Manga Cows, what do they have in common? They have cows in common, which actually happens in the first scene. Our main character, Hideki, is, is this, um, you know, Ronin, basically, a repeat student. I'm sorry, you know, I really need to write stuff down. I'm just popping stuff into my head right now. But he is a Ronin, a repeat student, someone trying to qualify for the university because, you know, he failed. So he has to take, basically, go to school so he can go to school to the college of his choice. And besides a girlfriend, he wants a Persicom. And yes, I know, I, you're probably saying, he's reading this off of Wikipedia, which I am, which I am. But don't tell anyone, they don't know yet. But basically, what Hideki is, you know, I've already said that, but you know, I have no idea how to podcast. So basically, I'm just trying not to make it horrendously terrible. And yes, I know her. Oh my god, I am terrible podcast. Stop listening, really. Oh crap, I lost 20 of my viewers. But basically, the world that Hideki lives in is a sort of futuristic Tokyo. Not super futuristic like cyberpunk, but futuristic as in sense that there are robotic people who do whatever we want. So basically, let's call it the 2060s or 2080s, which will never happen because SMO sucks, so we'll never get robots that are really good. But basically, these robots are programmed to do anything you want. They can be there to, I don't know, clean, watch your kids, become a special someone for you, which is creepy, but that also plays into the story. So basically, like I said, Hideki is a pretty poor student so and also pretty poor itself so basically he goes over to Tokyo again to do a prep school and then we find on one uh, day of wanting a you know robot called a Persicom he finds this naked girl on the street and that naked girl is named Chi she is named Chi because that's the only thing she can say, basically. And when you find out, yeah, she's just not no ordinary naked girl. And all girls who are naked are probably not in ordinary, 
ordinary naked girl. She is a Persicom. Oh my gosh, such a twist. But soon after that, Hideki keeps on teaching Chi, you know, words and concepts and a bunch of other stuff. And that's where a lot of the comedy comes from, where he teaches Chi something and then Chi copies it. And Chi, it's like a really, it's like teaching a kid. Teaching a kid is really fun and funny because they're stupid little people. But yeah, that's where a lot of the comedy comes from. However, after time, Chobit stops becoming a cute little show that makes fun of the idea of yeah let's make a college student who likes robots and it's not creepy at all by around episode 10 it starts becoming really really creepy because he's like I love this robot because really if you love a robot you are a sick person and you know I'm probably gonna get hate mail this I want hate mail so bad no but yeah, it's really creepy. Some people I've seen said, oh, this is a really good work. However, it, I just find it really kind of disturbing and creepy watching a guy falling in love with a robot. It's, it's not cool. I don't really think so. But overall, it's a really good show. It's well made. Clamp is a great, great author. Well, Clamp Clamp, as a whole, is a really great author or authors. I don't know how to describe it. But it's a really funny show. It's really romantic. It is uh, really, really good up until, like, episode 12 when it starts becoming creepy. Episode 10, 12, when he starts to, I don't know, look at the robot in a wrong way, in a romantic way. Because when it's an innocent thing, that that's the problem with Moe. Moe, if you don't know what Moe is, or Moe, I don't know how to say it. But Moe is, is this creepy thing where you love, uh, I don't know, some type of innocent... Well, I think that's Lolicon, but you love some type of innocent thing, not because it's innocent. I mean, not because it's, uh, I don't know, good-looking or what. It, you love it because it's innocent. You love it for the wrong reasons. That's what I believe Moe is. It is a deep love for something, except not for the right reason. But it's comes so kind of re it really puts me off however it's a good show really i think it should have been like i don't know midori no hibi where it was like only 13 episodes i don't think that 26 by like episode i don't know 17 18 it feels really really old some of the jokes also i don't really want to spoil the ending for you but it's i don't know it's really really creepy but now that I'm done, well, not really done with reviewing Chobits. Okay, so basically, here is my, you know, basic breakdown of Chobits. Great show, hilariously funny. It's very witty. I really like it because in the first, you know, one to six episodes, it makes fun of the fact that Hideki wants a robot girl and he can't get a real girl at the same time. So... Who the hell is calling me at this time? Okay, let me just turn this off. Okay, so now I don't know where I was. So, it's a really funny show, like I've said. I probably said it, but again, I hate interruptions. Oh my god. But it's a funny show. It's kind of creepy at the end. I really think you should watch it.
but overall it's uh, okay show it's not great it's probably something you can probably watch with your girlfriend you probably because it's not that you know anime intuitive you don't have to be a huge fan of anime to like it but again just stay clear of it after like episode 12 13 okay so what I'll be talking about is manga cows yes that's right the dreaded manga cow and if you don't know what mango mango cows mmm I want a cow made of mangoes but what mango god damn it what manga cows are I really really need to be professional with this because if I just leave this yeah there's probably some 20 25 year old guy thinking I'm the stupidest kid on earth but not really a kid but adult I don't know screw it okay okay let's be serious now what manga cows are are little kids help I've seen 20 year olds 25 year olds 30 year olds look go to an anime section and just read sounds all right right you know that's what anime not anime manga sections are you, you want to read right you want to test everything out but they take it to an extreme like I have seen a whole because uh, my cousin actually works at a Barnes Noble so then I stay and sometimes you know walk around look through because it's at the mall and I like to go to them I like to go to the mall but I saw this kid while I I went back to Barnes and Noble just to see what my cousin was doing and the kid read a whole five ten volumes of Naruto I'm not lying it's not bad you know manga cows the difference between manga cows and actual glancers are there's a huge difference Glancers, they'll just read like the first few, I don't know, first 10, 10, 15 pages maybe. But just just to see how it is, just to see how it is. However, a manga cow, he or she specifically goes into a Barnes & Noble, into a bookstore, into a manga store. Just so he can read the manga for free. And my problem with that is... You are wasting the money of Barnes and Noble and of the anime companies. A lot of people have said to me, "Oh, you know what's a great way to read manga?" And I asked them, "Yeah, what is it?" Because I'm looking for a cheap way to buy manga. Because I am a cheap person, and they said you should just go down to Barnes and Noble and read the books by itself. They don't say anything, but I have a real moral thing about it because I like helping the anime industry and also I feel really really bad when I'm reading it and I'm blocking the way or I am I don't know defiling the book in any manner that's another reason why I don't like if you don't know why it's called manga cows I'm sorry I'm going off subject again but it's called manga cows because they are basically cows of manga not cows made of manga but then they are grazing like cows, eating whatever they find, and not and by eating I mean reading whatever they find, wasting time and blocking things. That's why cows are kind of useless, except for meat, and that's why we should get fanboys and cook them and eat them. Oh my God, I lost all my viewers by saying that. 
Okay, well, I'm sorry for the creepy thing. But, oh my god, I need to be more professional with my podcast. But, I lost my point. Oh my god. Damn it. Damn you, my ADD. I don't really have ADD. But, Manga Cows, totally pointless. I hate you guys. You guys, I'm sorry, sounds mean, but you guys really are a waste of space. What I really hate. This is the reason why I stopped going to Barnes & Noble. Because manga cows are evil. When I bought my favorite manga, well not my truly favorite manga, but one of my favorite mangas, Genshikin, I had to return it. And guess, you know why? Because some manga cow had Cheetos and rubbed it all over a page. But guess what? Guess what? Because I said, hey, I'm sorry, but I got Cheetos on this book. Because when I bought it, I didn't know it had Cheetos. Guess what? They said, no, you were the one that bought it, so you have to, you know, you probably are the person that put the Cheetos on it. So, you, oh man, I hate manga cows. But, it is a really annoying thing, because I tell them, I'm like, shouldn't be doing that, shouldn't be doing that. But a lot of times, they just reply to me, hey, they don't stop me, and that's another thing. With Barnes and Noble and other bookstores, really, you should stop people from reading a whole book. You know, it's not a library. I'm serious. It's getting really. It gets on my nerve when I see a kid. Now, it isn't just kids. You know, I'm okay if it's a kid that does it. It doesn't bother me as much because hey, they're a kid. They don't know better. But when I see a 30-year-old fat guy with a beard eating Cheetos. Yes, a 30-year-old fat guy eating Cheetos with a beard, with a beard. Then I draw the line that I should say, get the hell out of a Barnes & Noble. You shouldn't be reading that, really. I don't know. But, yeah, Manga Cows, a waste of time. So, I'm Mr. Tentacles. You can contact me at tentaclesandcatgirls at gmail.com. Send an email. Send me questions. I hate Manga Cows. Good night and good luck.